0: You smell different to that dog.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm with Steve. And I'm not with Steve. And this is Fools with Tools,
2: a podcast for the baby face builder. Uh, Al's here.
1: (laughs) 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 Woohoo! Woohoo!
2: Yeah, uh, for those that aren't viewing this online, which is... Everyone except for Brett. Um, nice, yeah. It's, I, I like to point that out. That was good, yeah. Uh, Al came down for the Yandels show that was this weekend, which, when you listen to it, is last weekend. Um, and we decided we record here, so Al's here.
0: This is off to a cracker. This episode.
1: <laughs> it's nothing but facts. Really invigorating. I'm, re- I'm really sorry for informing <laughs> our
2: audience what's actually happening. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Uh, All I needed to figure out is that Al and Steve are sitting next to each other, so this might go a bit more awry than usual.
0: You know, there will be more chemistry and yeah. it will be easier to interrupt.
2: Yeah, exactly. I can, I can just make th- a hole in my mustache there. I can just put my finger in his ear or something.
0: <laughs> I've already got dog's tongues in both ears. <laughs> that is also a euphemism and not
1: a euphemism. No. Uh, uh, right, what's he uh, to? Uh, I right, have. <laughs> All right. No, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I just like give Brett a chance to talk. I appreciate give it. Give Brett
2: a chance. <laughs> Leave <laughs> Brittany alone. That's me. Uh,
1: okay, so <clears throat> we're still deep in the throes of prepping for the blacksmithing class. That's pretty much been every free moment that we've had outside of workshop stuff's necessities. Um, they poured the concrete yesterday which I still is love. a huge step, literal step, mm-hmm. um, because now that the concrete is setting, we can build the the cover structure. I think here in the next few days, they're going to come and do that. And then I get to actually start moving stuff into the space and start planning it out, Yeah, which is fantastic, because then I need to be able to test run everything and whatnot. So I've taken that as an opportunity to uh, talk to Rory, figure out what kind of tools we need, anything specific tooling wise. And because we were lacking a few of those things, I realized that I had some old blacksmithing tools that we had picked up through flea markets and things like that. So I'm restoring them at the moment and working on putting handles on all of them for yandles, dandles handles with candles. Um, and I've, I'm I'm trying to show I'm I'm working on a video right now of showing how like instead of going and buying store-bought stuff that's going to be genericized hammers that only fit or handles that only fit certain tools that you know if you've got some extra wood lying around maybe you can uh, do it yourself.
2: Nice. I was say on that point saying that it's probably too late for you to do now. But oh, reshooting
1: the whole thing, what's up?
2: <laughs> Start again. Yeah, uh, stop. Knock it down uh for the the top tools like the the hot cut and the flatter and things like that um the swedish method that we've kind of started well that we use in the forge as well um is basically just use sticks of hazel and and shave them down roughly and we don't worry about like fitting the handle perfectly because top tools tend to get like the handles tend to get fucked on pretty quick anyway so rather than spending ages fitting one perfectly Just it's just something to hold it in place. A
0: bit more sacrificial. Yeah, that way they're always like stuck at the top
1: as well.
2: Yeah, because it's not not as precious. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. and and that's why you always see the guys like slamming it back down on the anvil to reseat it because it's it's not really set on there the same way. So yeah, I'm the plan is to do the same thing. I haven't started on the flatter and the hot cut tool, but I already have the the wood set aside for those, and it's 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 just going to be a quick process of showing you like. This is how quick you can shape it. I'm trying to not use any power tools. Like I have a draw knife, a spoke shave and a file. Yeah. Because I actually, I love just using those. You have a lot it's more so control. It's favorite tool. Yeah.
2: And I was going to say, to be fair, it's probably not like doing it like that. Probably isn't a huge thing for you because you can do a handle. Fucking quick. Um, It's more for like people that don't generally work with wood. It's just easier for them to do it with it. Yeah, I
1: don't, well, and, you know, I, I work with Jim, who's an absolute wizard on a bandsaw, but yeah. I I still, I don't know, I just, bandsaws are mostly a tool that not everybody has, and yeah. they can be kind of expensive. So, yeah, there's the idea that you could rip one out on a bandsaw relatively quickly, but I did one in uh, 14 minutes, start to finish yesterday, oh, out of a block of wood to yeah. ready handle, so whatever. Anyway. Cool. This podcast is not about handles. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Handles, handles. Oh, it is about handles. Yeah. You guys got four handles.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Uh, what have you been up to? Um.
0: Yeah. Went to handles this morning, which was fantastic. Um. Great show. It's a wonderful place for all different kinds of wood. Um. Which we don't really have something like that up north, so it's nice to come down. Um. And see a few faces as well. So, saw a few makers there. a Few people that listen to the podcast come and say hello. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I'm going to see Dan as well, so I'm going to go and see Dan later on tonight. Dan, um, don't little sort of mini makeup, 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 make, make a meetup. Yeah, that was the one. Mini make a meetup. Words. Um, yeah, but this week, um, obviously, we recorded last weekend after uh, Richard came to visit. Yep, with the, um, the make it happen road trip, which was amazing, and I learned loads. Um, and then in the week, it's been a bit crazy. I had um, on Thursday night, I had someone come to interview the Hatchak. Which is fantastic from Hackspace magazine, nice. rather appropriately named. Yeah. Um, but they're the people behind the Raspberry Pi magazine, ah, which cool. is uh, super cool. And obviously, that's in things like the Hackbench. Um, and knowing that I've got a sort of background in electronics and just that I like to sort of bodge things together and they're really into that. Um, and also, kind of, they're affiliated with local hack spaces as well. So yeah. there's the, you know, there's the hack space in Leeds and they're all over the UK. So they were kind of really into people having spaces and community and, and working together and stuff. And it was just a really nice conversation and uh, took a few photos. So there's going to, that's going to be in probably the next issue of the Hackspace magazine. Awesome. It'll be a little piece on me. I think it said like a few pages. Yeah. So it should be really interesting. Sweet, um, But yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I was kind of a bit nervous because like it's electronics is not my strong suit yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. I just wing it like I do most things. <laughs> um, so when it was getting down to like the code of stuff and, and I was more like kind of, I like to just, Cut stuff up, chop and change, see if it works. Yeah. Um I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. And when he was asking me, I was, I was kind of like,
1: yeah, just like, <laughs> just like
0: <laughs> bullshitting my way through it. because um, I know electronics more than I know electronics more than I do like coding and things yeah. like that. Um and basic circuitry and stuff. And and then he was like, No, that's perfect. Like the whole thing they want to do with the Raspberry Pi is to put it in creative people's hands. Yeah. So it's not to put into the hands of people who know. Computing and electronics, yeah. So that's why things like Scratch are really simple to use and really sort of uh, user friendly because yeah. basically they want kids to pick it up and go. Here's a tool to make you do things, but you can go and plug yeah. this into a banana and make a keyboard. Yeah, like and that and like that. That was essentially yeah. what I said, and he was like. Thank you for saying that. Right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So basically, I want to like put this up and attach it, and then fire comes out the other end, and it shoots bacon. And he's yeah. just like, yeah, that's why we. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um. So it was, yeah, it's really good conversation. And um, He's going to help me with a few other things as well going forward. So
2: yeah, doggies. So uh, I've yeah. got two dogs in the house at the moment. They're just fighting. Um. But yeah, because that's that's a really good point. Because that's like one of the things that that project I was talking about earlier on with the guitar. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I want shut up. Um. I want to do something that's uh oh. a little bit more electronic based. Yeah. But I know nothing about electronics. And that's oh. that's why I quite like the idea of um like the Raspberry Pis and that, because you don't need to know a great deal no. because it's it's all there and it's all so simple and basic that you can just e- even coming from a complete novice perspective, you, you can kind of go in and there's it's, it's simple enough that you can kind of understand it yourself, and there's yeah. so much information already out there. That...
0: It's also that it's accessible in terms of it's affordable. Yeah. So the guy the guys that sort of created this this device, um, they were the people that brought up on, like, the BBC Micro yeah. and yeah. things, you know, 30 years ago, more than 30 years ago, um, and that was not a cheap bit of kit no. back then, um, but they were doing similar things. They were yeah. making their own video games yeah. and, you know, and writing their own code, and it was kids yeah. um, doing that. Whereas now this thing is twenty bucks, yeah, it's insane. And and you know if 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 as a kid I had access access to something like that that was twenty quid, yeah, and I could make my own computer, yeah, you know it would have been a very different world, yeah. Because because
2: that's the thing I think a lot of people as well they 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 assume because it is small and cheap that it's it's just like a microcontroller, no, 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 it's a full on computer. It's a
0: computer. People that's people actually you know mistakenly call it a a microcontroller. It's not. It's a full on yeah onboard computer. Yeah. Um loads of connectivity, you know, and getting smaller and cheaper every time. Yeah. Um and yeah, he was he was he was all about getting it in the hands of kids. You know, that the purpose was it was the so BBC Micro, they've just relaunched it as well. So they they've made like a tiny version. Yeah. With the idea that every kid in every school should, you know, it should yeah. be a, a right that they have yeah. access to it. Yeah, definitely. It only costs a few quid. Yeah. Um, and then you can like right now you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, back in you know whereas compared to my school there was like i think it was one computer yeah and it was under lock and key and you weren't allowed to go anywhere near it yeah Um, it was like (laughs) you know it was only used to print out menus and shit like that it's like well yeah yeah,
1: we all had our own floppy disks like the big big, gigantic and you had to keep it in your little cubby and that was yours that you got to use yeah yeah yeah
2: no it's, it's mad and i think that's that's a really good point as well. Is is the fact that it does make it accessible, and it it does mean that, like you say, everyone should have access to it. Because even if you have like one um, uh, port for a dock yeah. for it, and you just pop your individual um, pie in there, yeah, and you know, and then you've got all the um, peripherals from there, but. I mean,
0: even I mean, even the beauty of it is that it's all on board an SD card, so you can just yeah. literally have an SD card, yeah. and you can have different people using the same machine, and you can yeah. just slot it in. Every, everything's on there. It's, it's such a great kit, and yeah. you could tell that this this organisation, super, you know, non for profit, super passionate about it, yeah. Um, and the fact they're just coming and interview me, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> waving a chainsaw around, uh, yeah, it's
2: awesome. It's brilliant.
0: What have you been up to, Steve? Uh,
2: what have I been up to? What 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 have I been up to? Eating pork chops. Eating pork chops. Really, really good pork chops. <laughs> uh, yeah, because Al's, Al's here. He cooked and made really nice food, and I've eaten that. It's fun. Um, yeah, no, last couple of days, I have been hanging around at Yandel's. Um, I went to uh, blah, 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 went to Yandel's yesterday with Soph of Make It Soph fame, uh, which was awesome because not only do we love Soph and she's lovely, but uh, it was really nice seeing her going around and having people recognise her and going up to her and, and talking to her and her getting really uncomfortable and embarrassed <laughs> about the fact that she was getting recognised. But it was really nice seeing her getting that recognition, especially um, with all the – because obviously with the Yandos thing, it's it's got a, a high percentage of turners. Um, so it's really nice seeing those people going, oh, we've seen what you're doing, and it's great seeing, you know, someone a bit younger kind of pushing that forwards and promoting that. Um which, yeah, it was just really nice to see. Uh, also, I made an axe earlier in the week, um, forged that out. Uh, I think I'd started it on the last podcast. Um, but, yeah, it was just nice to just kind of finish that up. So I've got the the step-by-step actions for that um, in the Instagram story thing for that. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Um, but I think if I kind of go back a step and talk about... Um, uh, people going up to sofa and saying how nice it was to see a younger person um, kind of promoting wood turning and that kind of segues quite nicely into Topic of the Week. Yes, um, Which was, yeah, yeah, basically just about talking about um, the fact that at Yandles there was a very high percentage of slightly older <laughs> people. Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I think it would just be good to talk about how being the fact that the the three of us are a bit younger, um, and making in general is kind of seen as a bit of a thing for older guys, as opposed to younger everyone.
0: I mean, even when when we went after Make Central and they took us around the tour, the the, the sawmill, um, the owners of Yandel's was kind of saying exactly that. They were like, "This business model just doesn't work. Like, we've got old guys." have this hobby and yes they're spending money now but what happens when they're, they're gone you know who's who's taking the reins and that's why they kind of um started to introduce more crafts into the into the store um and it's, it's the same with maker central you know like we next year we're, we're really going to try and push different mediums uh, different ways of making but it's fantastic to see Soph getting into this yeah. because it, you, you just wouldn't expect it to be something that kids get into but you know i know that um next kid charlie charlie the maker yeah um He's into turning, and it's great seeing. Like, it's a bit scary seeing a kid on a lathe, but it's really inspiring to yeah. see something that's quite an old, old traditional craft um, being really, really taking up interest with, with, with the younger generation.
2: Yeah, because I think one of the great things about I mean, turning is a perfect example because it's, um, because it's such a. a um, an instant thing like you can see yeah. things taking shape so quickly and you you know you can turn out a bowl in if you're skilled in a matter of minutes um but you can you can certainly see that um that shape taking place which i think is quite good for for um younger kids that perhaps have a slightly shorter attention span yeah. rather than something like Carving or whittling or something like that, where it's going to take ages to, to actually get there. Yeah, it's
0: I mean, a, there's you know, there's the things, there's the glamour of things like blacksmithing, where you get to see fire and sparks. And yeah, it's like it's appealing. Um, whereas actually seeing things take form and take shape like that is is, is super interesting. Um, I mean, we've all kind of ground of making and and had this kind of in our blood since we were kids. Yeah, um, but even you were saying last week when um. Richard's kid came down with with cat yeah, yeah. And, and and just wasn't interested, rather sit on the phone. And, sounds like such an old fucker thing <laughs> to say. Um but then the second you realize you can make your own knife, yeah, it's like, oh, hang on a minute. That's interesting, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so it, it, you know, what 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 can we do? What's you know, our responsibility is to how how to get that hook yeah. into kids, how to how to just ignite that spark. Yeah. What's the little thing where you can go, actually, you know what? Yes, this looks boring and it's all you know, it could just be for turning bolts, but
2: actually there could be something really interesting in Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just let's stop so quickly. Um, I I we we've discussed a few kind of points on a similar topic in the past where we're we're kind of the mid level right now in terms of age and experience. I, f- I feel like we're very much in that middle ground and there's a lot of people that we chat with and a lot of people involved with the fools of tools room where we have a bit of an age range, but there's clearly we don't have children in it. And we have <laughs> a few older wiser chaps that are involved that definitely know more about whatever their subject or their material that they work in. And it's a really, really nice dynamic to spread that out between Guys that have been doing it or women that have been doing it for a very long time versus, you know, us mid level people that really want to make sure that it's still going the generation below us. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, to sound like an old fucker, there are times when I've chatted with my sister about my niece and nephew, and I, I really want them to be interested in making things or spreading the, their creative wings, if you will. And they're tons of times where my sister will tell me that, you know, they both spend a lot of time on iPads or cell phones or whatever the hell it is, borrowing them from the parents. And she's crafty. My sister's very crafty. She's a a few years older than I am, but uh, her husband is also really blue-collar-y, crafty, really knows how to work with his hands and make shit and Somehow that's not quite translating down the line. I really wish yeah. somebody could crack that you know I think Al stuff like the the small computers and yeah. and putting tech in the kids' hands at an early age is a really fantastic idea because it develops that out of the box thinking early yeah, yeah. which I think only pushes you into other materials because then you're like, well if I can hook this into a banana, could I hook it into a book or something, you know, could I have this thing read the entire book for me? Maybe I don't have to read books anymore. (laughs) I can just, I can take all of my tests using this computer that I've programmed to know all the answers to this test. I think it's only going to broaden the spectrum if we can get that stuff sorted out early on. Right. If I had been exposed to blacksmithing at age nine, maybe I'd be further along. Well, I'm sure I'd be further along in that or woodworking. I, I, Never worked on a lathe like a wood turning yeah. lathe still haven't <laughs> and you know all I can picture is that I would make wands who just make <laughs> tapered pieces of wood what is round
0: and <laughs> um, yeah I think I, I think you made a really good point Brett about um where in this middle ground uh both age wise and kind of skill wise and development wise um, but maybe that's a really good position to be because then we could be that conduit that we're not crusty old fuckers who like wouldn't be appealing to a younger generation, but also like for yourself. Well, (laughs) not at heart anyway. (laughs) Um, But but, you know, we're also kind of naive and and slightly kind of in touch that, you know, we could persuade people. And I think the, 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 the the idea of a computer is really interesting one, because if we're saying that a lot of, the reasons that people are not being creative because they sat on their phone all day or sat on their tablet all day or watch, you know, like that yeah. is electronics, that is computing. If a, a few generations ago, that was people then making their own computer games yeah, because they were obsessed with this device. And um, like you say, what's to stop somebody making something for the thing that they're passionate about and enjoy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're into music, start, you know, you can actually make your own music. It's really simple. You can make your own musical instruments, you know, on the uh, reclaimed guitar podcast, <laughs> they, they they always talk about um, you know Bill going from not being musical at all to knocking up some yeah you know cigar box guitars that then suddenly starting to play guitar yeah. and all of a sudden he's now like a, a, a luthier and yeah is <laughs> yeah. obsessed with music and he finds yeah. it really interesting he's passionate about it yeah and um, and all it takes is that kind of that making that connection between the thing that actually you do find interesting versus the thing that you think is really super boring
2: yeah yeah I mean that's the thing is if you can. Like you said, you you, you like that initial spark and let them go down the rabbit hole because yeah, I mean make, making is such a vast and varied. And if you look at it as making as opposed to woodworking or as opposed to blacksmithing or whatever else, like if you look at it as just making in general, then it really opens things up. And it's like my um, my nephew. Uh, for Christmas, I got him a little um build-it-yourself. Robot, and yeah. it was just like a build-it-yourself robot arm thing. Um But he couldn't quite figure out how to build it himself. So he, we arranged that a week or two after Christmas, he was going to come round, and we were going to build it ourselves. And I, I may have told this story before. Yeah. But um I said to him, "Okay, well, what tools do we need to make it?" And he said, "Oh, you know, you need uh, some wire cutters, a couple of screwdrivers, and this, that, and the other." And I was like, "Right, okay, I'll pick you up." Um, you know, we'll go to, to B and Q. Um so went into B and Q and it actually worked out cheaper to buy him one of those little like household tool bag kits yeah. than to buy all the kit individually. So we brought him this which meant that you know he had a hammer and a, a saw and loads of other little bits like that. Um which he never would have thought of to to ask to have. Yeah 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 and you know his parents were never going to buy him that. There's also yeah. the like the, the permissibility side
0: of it, like, oh I'm not allowed to touch dad's tools. Yeah, exactly. You know, so suddenly they, there's well, almost like a standoff, oh I'm not yeah. allowed. That's dangerous. I've been yeah. told I'm not allowed to take that apart.
2: Yeah. You know. And and that, that was the best thing, is when uh, when we went back to his house after building this this robot, went back to the house, and rather than it just being, um, oh yeah, I'm back, it was <laughs> look what I made and look what <laughs> I made it with. I've now got my own set of tools, I can do more of this. And um and like just not to sound like I'm being really negative about my stepbrother, uh, stepbrother, my brother-in-law, but he um his first reaction when he saw the tool bag was, Why have you got them? And I said, So we can make things and fix things and <laughs> take things apart. And uh and Joel's first words were to his dad were, Yeah, and they're my tools, so you're not allowed to use them, yes. which is brilliant. Just this. But but since he's had that toolkit, he's he spent less time, you know, up in his room on his phone mm-hmm. and more time. Up in his room, taking things apart and building things. I just got him a load. It's of... not on his phone, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the for that. All right. <laughs> but he's uh, yeah. He started taking things apart. I'm like, I gave him a load of Airfix stuff, and he started like all my old Airfix stuff, and he started building all that. And nice. just because he's enjoying putting things together and and stuff like. That. And like he went out into the the garden the other day, and he just because he had a a, a knife, like a, just a Stanley knife, he had gone out into the garden and he whittled a spike on the end of a stick but it was great because he was he was actually out there and he was doing something and he he had an idea of what he wanted to do with it and yeah he was working towards that yeah he, it might have just been a spike but but that that process was there and it was starting and it was fucking great to see i think i think it helps you understand
0: shit as well so like if you imagine a kid who's into sports but would never been to make it yeah you know what if he was to make his own baseball bat and then suddenly you, under, you understand, you know, where the weight is balanced, and actually, oh, yeah. I prefer this. This makes my game a bit better. Yeah, and but it also it allows a bit personal personalization as well. Yeah, um, and then you realize that exactly, you're quite right at the beginning, Brett, about tools. Not everything has to come from a store. Yeah, not everything has to be off the shelf and generic. Like creativity and making is a way to make things personal or more human or more related to the things that you are passionate about. Yeah, you know, you might not. Love wood woodworking, but you could make something out of wood that you could use for something you do love. Yeah, like sport, for example. Yeah, make your own hockey stick. You know.
2: Yeah, would uh, last
0: very long to put out wood. Worked, <laughs> you know. But the, um, thing,
2: the thing is, if you do that, then you then kind of realise that actually, it's better when it like you, you realise the, the difference in quality because it's like actually this is too heavy down there. Yeah. So if I make it like this, and you and like I say, you can do that customization and just understand the geometry of things, and and like for a, a hammer, for example. Like if you make your own hammer, all of a sudden you realise how important it is to get that initial punch through the middle and not off to one side or, yeah, or yeah. down one end or anything like that. And and that kind of level of understanding, like when I was a, um, a teenager, when I first, first bought cars, I had shit cars mm-hmm. that used to break a lot. So I was forced to to fix myself because I couldn't afford to take it to a garage. And um, and so in doing that, like I, if you'd have asked me um, a... Six months before I got a car, or what's that, and how does that work? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but because I had, I was kind of forced to learn it, and it then meant that then all of my friends, whenever they have car trouble, they always give me a shout first. I'm like, yeah. oh, th- this thing's making that noise, or the, I, you know, my exhaust has fallen off, and the garage have quoted me four hundred pounds to fix it. It's like, no, 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 <laughs> I will come over, we do it in a in a afternoon. Because Phil Pinsky actually said about it, he changed a, a tail light on his brother's car. Yeah. And he said it was the first time he'd ever changed a towel. He, he
0: keeps doing that. It's like, oh, and I changed the watch and a battery, yeah. and I changed the screen on my phone. It's like, yeah.
2: now I have all the power. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing that opens it up so much more. And if you can get kids doing that when they're still kids, yeah, it means that it doesn't become a, oh, my God, moment. It's just instinctively, they, they make things, they they take things apart and play with things and do, yeah. it, and do things. It's, it sounds like we've
0: been patronising. It sounds like, oh, kids don't know what to do with kids, but it, it's not at all. It's no. the... They're not being empowered. Yeah, they're not being told you can do that. You know, you don't have to fucking follow everything that's happening. Yeah. You don't have to buy things off the shelf. You don't. You know. Yeah, you can make your own shit. Yeah. And um, I remember, like, obviously, I was in, I was into computer games as a kid, like all yeah. kids were, um, and I'd much rather be spend time doing that than, than <laughs> you know doing my homework or whatever. And um, but I had uh, time crisis for the PlayStation. You know, you had the the guns, the gun cons. Yeah. And I had two of them, and it was like I'm fucking badass. I've got two. <laughs> you know. Turn them sideways; accuracy's way off, but you look cool. Um, and then there was a game called Vampire Night, which was around the same time, made by the same people. And then I looked down, and I had these like just blue plastic guns, and I was like, I'm just playing this vampire game, but this like this is really tacky. Yeah. So I like stripped them all down, took them apart. Like uh, righted them so they're all metal effect. And yeah. then brushed them all with like a uh, and buff yeah. and like changed the triggers and stuff out for metal. And then suddenly it was like they yeah. just felt like real guns and they were heavier as well. Yeah. And then I was playing the game. I was like, yeah, now I'm now the game is more exciting. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm still doing what I was doing anyway. Yeah. But I've just added a bit of creativity into it to yeah. make it more my own, more personal. Yeah. And, um, and I think to be fair, like continue on from that point. I think it's let's say it's, it's not a case of the kids aren't like we're not having a go at kids or anything. It's because our generation, like most of my friends, they don't make things. They they buy something and when it breaks, they yeah. get rid of it and, and buy a new one because it was, they were brought up in a, in a society where that was just the done thing. And teaching kids now, like enabling them and empowering them that they can do it means that they'll grow up without having that kind of attitude and, and they will take things apart and they will fix things rather than just going, oh, it's broke, I'll chuck it away and buy a new one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's actually maybe that's the point. It's not just young people; it's just people who would never, yeah. Kind of, uh, you you brought up something interesting there that was that it actually came from necessity. So it's not necessarily that you it's not necessarily that you're like bullied into it or you're told to do it or you're empowered. It's maybe that you have to. So like, if you have to fix your car, yeah, that suddenly then inspires you to go, oh fucking hell, I did that, yeah. Um, you know, or if you have to go out and get a job because you want to buy clothes or something, suddenly you're like you understand. Graft and hard work. Yeah. So maybe it's just le- le- less spoon feeding. Yeah. Of shit. Yeah. And, just and, and, kind and, of... A bit, and a bit of necessity. Well, it's the mother of invention. Yeah. So you know, if we're if we're wanting people to be more creative, um, it's inside them all, but they're just it's just missing that one little thing. Yeah.
2: They just need that that trigger.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's it's Steve Alram combo. Yeah, uh, Steve Al. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll leave. i leave is a painkiller. <laughs> um I was I was going to bring up I I don't necessarily think the topic fully adheres to kids or children. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think it's I think it's anybody that has the desire or or that spark, right? Um Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> boom, 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 talk to
0: you again.
2: Boom, 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 I'm, something, something, I'm gonna have to edit this. Tonight Batman so I, don't, Superman. You forget. I said I'm gonna have to edit this tonight so I don't forget to edit this bit out.
1: Right, so I don't I don't think it necessarily has to adhere to kids. I think there are plenty of people out there, right, that just haven't been haven't been given the opportunity or haven't been given the information or the materials or the equipment, whatever the hell it is, the, the exposure to something that will ignite creativity or passion for, for whatever the project they want to work on. um, It, it seems that, you know, I, I like the idea that you can be any age and, and still be, uh, still have the childlike mentality, right? Something that just sparks your sparks your creativity or hits your brain like a lightning bolt and just goes, Oh my gosh, I want to learn how to change a battery and a watch. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that before. Oh my God. That was so invigorating. I'm so mad that I've taken it to a shop every time and paid, you know, 20 quid. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like knowing that there are people out there that will just, they'll latch onto something. Right. I have, I have a few older chaps in my family that, they they retired like my uncle retired used to be a jewelry maker and a a small jewelry metalsmith guy um and then went into excavation and landscaping because Mm -hmm. he liked making houses look pretty and then when he retired he just went right back into wanting to make jewelry again because he realized he missed it but then everything had changed technology wise like he was having to hand carve everything from wax do it the old, old methods that he had learned coming up 40 or 50 years ago. And now everything is, in his mind, easier, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but because he got back into it, he has a grandkid who's now really, really interested in it. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. goes, it's it's easier to teach. It's so much easier to teach because I felt like everything was like kind of unattainable or a little bit more difficult than I would have liked to have shown you know, a nine year old, everything's a little bit scary and a little bit unsafe. And he said, now, now he feels like he, he really wants to get back into this passion and then show it off to the, the people that are close to him, uh, because it's more attainable. And so I do think the more attainable thing is, is true throughout, you know, there's, you talk about something like wood turning. I do think lathes are, maybe a little bit more affordable or a little bit easier yeah. to deal with these days. They've made yeah. tabletop versions and smaller ones. Yeah. Things I mean. like blacksmithing, you know, the only problem is that anvil prices have gone wonky <laughs> ever since the yeah. TV show or two came out. So yeah, but but, then, but certain then, pieces you know, of equipment,
2: right? Yeah. I mean, that's the things I think in, in general, the bar for entry for so many things is so much lower. Yeah. Um, I mean, like with, with uh, the blacksmithing stuff, like, Yes, anvils are expensive, but you you, know, you you can use any chunk of steel as a as an anvil. Um, but but I think technology as well has has allowed you to or has allowed us to kind of um, to lower that bar because you look at something like you lower um, that bar, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you look at uh, um, uh, Heidi at the moment, where she's three D printing people's um, logos. To stamp into um, like mugs, as, as, so that, that you can have a, a logoed mug. Like, I mean, don't wrong. Like the amount of, of pottery work and, and skill that she does anyway is huge. But the fact that she's able to go, I want to put that logo in, rather than having to spend ages and ages and ages just like hand carving that out of a bit of wood or actually carving it out of the clay itself, she's able to go right, print done. And <laughs> like, obviously, it's a little bit more involved than that, right? But but the, the the technology that's there allows us to do the, those sorts of things and and I think as well because we've got um, because of the internet and because we've got that that nice um, sharing of of, uh, of crafts and ideas it means that that you you know you, you can borrow technology or borrow an idea from another um, another trade another skill another craft and apply that to, to something you do like I mean. I know it's not really what we were talking about but um I did <laughs> fuck <five> second <laughs> uh sorry there's a fly on the screen and Al keeps running to eat it um but uh the yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh when when we are at Yandalls today I uh, yesterday sorry I got chatting to um Martin from Hampst- oh. Hamps- Hampshire 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 Sheen um and oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and they've got this this gold em, embellishing wax um, that they use for wood turning, and basically they just apply a very very small amount, and it just goes into um, or goes onto the wood and just gives it a very very slight sheen to it. But if I then use that on textured metal where we've um, you know we've been forging it and it's got the scale and the and the little tiny pits and things like that, rubbing a little bit of that on gives such a a, a massive uh, impact to the to the to the metal um but it's something that never would have if i hadn't have gone to the show today i wouldn't have known about it and and i think that that kind of crossover of of tools and tricks and things that we have in different crafts
1: yeah yeah that's that's my favorite that's my favorite when you take something that is traditionally part of another craft or another uh process to something else out there and then (laughs) like how if you're going to take a small computer and attach it to a banana to make it a keyboard there there are so many crossovers to that where you're like wait a minute how did you make the connection between putting this and then a keyboard like most people would try you know we're gonna make a wooden keyboard or something a mechanical keyboard and do all that and somebody went nope i want to use food yeah well,
2: it's called and, the raspberry pi i mean yeah
1: half the works don't you, but I, anytime, anytime there's a a crossover like that, those are those are my favorite moments. Especially, you know, personally, when I when I have a little aha moment in the shop or I'm working on a build and go, wait a minute, I I saw somebody do this one time with clay or leather or something like that. I wonder if I can do it in steel or wood, and then somehow make something work in a fashion that otherwise isn't typical it's very atypical of the process i love that, that, that. Comes, that comes with as well so that comes yeah. with that innocence of i don't
0: just have to use this gouge for yeah. turning yeah you know and and you get that it, like you say brett it's not it's not necessarily just being young in years it's being sort of youthful in terms of your experience as well so like you you could create those things because you've not been taught not to do yeah. something a yeah. specific way and that's the only way you can do it you know you, you just go. Well, why not? Yeah. You know, it's it's that why moment of
1: of of I could do this, and I don't know any better.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <You> know,
1: <laughs> that's what it really comes down to. Is I don't know any better. Yeah, yeah, and there's, that's, no that's, one, that's there's no that's one. There's no one standing here with me. Like, that's not like condescending. No. To say you
0: know, but that that is the mentality is that 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 oh, he doesn't know any better. Doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. I'd rather not know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> than than think I know everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and I think even if you do, um, even if you have experience with it, it, like if you're told, oh, no, you must do it in this way, that's that's only ever a bad thing because, yeah, there's there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, yeah. but you if you're only ever told one way, you're only ever going to do one.
0: I mean, I, I was thinking about um, the, the quote you said the other week, Brett, about if... Um... If you can't explain something to a six-year-old, you don't understand it. Yeah, you know, it's like well you know what? It's easier to explain it to a six-year-old than it is. That was actually just yeah. about Einstein, but Einstein, know, yeah. So yeah. I think I completely disagree with Einstein again. <laughs> um, <laughs> bit, him, um it, It's easier to explain something to a six-year-old because he's not made his mind up yet. Yeah, you know, he doesn't think he knows everything. You try explaining gravity to a fucking flat earther
2: yeah <laughs> you <laughs>
0: no, know probably, it's yeah. not that he's sick it's that he thinks he knows it, yeah. his, his mind's already made up yeah exactly. Um, whereas somebody whose mind isn't already made up it doesn't necessarily have to be a child yeah um but it's just that open-mindedness a little bit of naivety to go oh yeah you know what i could yeah i could make my own computer game yes. now you told me how to do it that's fucking brilliant yeah and then i can show my mates and they'll, they'll you know you know and that, um, that is something i know Kids are doing this. Yeah, you know, kids are making their own levels in Minecraft and uh, Fortnite and stuff. And yeah. you know, it's become billion-dollar industry because yeah. because they've been allowed that creativity yeah. Yeah. and it's, they can mess around and make it's, little it's, knuckles hedgehogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite things about you know I don't I don't really play a lot of games these days, but when I learned that Mario did the Mario Maker thing when they came Mario out with the yeah, new yeah, Super yeah. Mario game, and then they just made a level builder. I was like, that is so ingenious of Nintendo to be like, yeah, you can play our game. It costs a little bit of money, but we also put this thing in there where you can just make your own levels. And then they get shared within the internet. And now there's there's tons of people online. On If you can go on YouTube, you can look up Mario Maker speed runs or something where people <laughs> yeah. basically just set themselves up for a randomized, uh, like made level, created level by one of these creators. And then they try and just play it. And it's awesome because everyone is like, oh my God, look how this guy attached the chain chump to the POW. So you have to grab it. But then the chain chump is that people (laughs) are breaking the game to create what they want. Right. So you've given them tools and then, then you get to see how the internet deals with it. Right. So in a very similar fashion to what you're saying, Al, it's the openness, right? Put somebody in a shop that has an open mind and, and, you know, you can steer them in the right direction a few times, but I love walking in and we've talked about this before. Put me in front of a tool I've never used before. And then don't tell me exactly how I have to use it because I'll just, I'll sort it out my own way and maybe come up with something different. Or I mean, you know, better. keep, keep on sort of a video game topic, like the, the um, little big planet.
2: Oh, when yeah. that came out, and
0: like, but, you know, trying to get a studio to kind of fund something like that where you go, well, we're not making a game. We're just making a game where you can make games. Yeah, and it's going to be beautiful, but you know, it's going to have all the physics. It's going to be really amazingly engineered, but it's not about the levels. Like we're not actually creating anything. We're just yeah. we're, we're giving kids the tools. And and then I can remember just I, I just spent like months just recreating like movies and stuff. And I was just <laughs> I made a DeLorean and and, yeah. <laughs> and like the bit the bit where it hooks onto the the the, the cable so it yeah. charges the thing. And they just kept taking it down because it was like licensed stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. like you can't do this. That's <laughs> not where we made this game for you to. <laughs> law but um
2: but i mean the, the perfect example of that has to be minecraft like you look yeah. how ridiculously possible Some, when somebody is.
0: somebody built a computer inside minecraft yeah. i was just like fucking right i'm done yeah you know like, <laughs> yeah. literally made like transistors
2: yeah it's fucking <laughs> <crazy>.
0: <laughs> but and you could store data on it you could upload things <laughs> this,
2: well, that's just like, well, yeah. my vibe is fucking blown. yeah <laughs> but that, that, that's the thing is like that that there is is proof that 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 creativity that ingenuity is is there and and not necessarily dormant it's active and and you know and you just need an outlet for it Uh,
1: but it's it's attaching the person to their passion right like al said a little while ago you gave a video game player the tools to effectively create whatever hell he wanted to so yeah that that bridge was built right oh you want to you're interested in computers because you play computer games how about I give you a game that you can build a computer like that is so ass backwards and thinking, but yeah. that's how it sorted itself out. And I mean, I, I sometimes feel like we're, we're preaching creativity and like
0: it does not fair because not everyone's creative. And, um, but I that's remember, some, I, I remember, I remember someone saying something to me and it really kind of struck a chord and, and it was like, we're all designers. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? Is like, well, when you get up in the morning, you put clothes on and those colors and shapes represent you. Like you're, you're, you're you're a branding designer without even knowing it. you know you like the you like specific types of food, yeah, that's just you know making with ingredients and flavors yeah. and te- you know you know what you like unless you're just completely fucking inert and you have no passion about anything yeah we're we're all creative. It doesn't necessarily have to be that we're all painters or wood turners it's it's a human nature it's it's yeah. you know it's part of what make separates us from. You know, well, not even monkeys. Monkeys are creative, but you know, separate yeah. separate from fish. Yeah. Well, no, fuck it. Even fish do that kind cool of <laughs> thing where they like make yeah. little nests and they build stuff. And it's, yeah. <laughs> so we're all creative. Everything on planet Earth is creative. But the thing is, Murph,
2: hats uh, off. They finally settled down. That's um, <laughs> right. But I think one of one of the things that, like, a, an interesting point, kind of leading off from that, is the fact that it's how you define creativity. Yeah. Like, I I would say that I'm a creative person, but. If you put a, a canvas and paint in front of me, I can't, I can't make that a beautiful. I can't make a beautiful piece of art from that. I I choose my materials based on where my creativity is, and I think that's the thing. Is a lot of people, they assume that you know just because someone's an artist because yeah you know, they, they make um, beautiful wooden bowls that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is also going to be able to create beautiful works of art with, with a pen and paper. Yeah. It's, it's finding an outlet for your specific brand of creativity.
0: But so, you know, someone could spend half an hour putting makeup in the morning and then come yeah. and tell me they're not creative.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's, you know, you, yeah. you
0: literally are an artist.
2: Yeah. And, 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 cause you, you know, you can put um, electronics is, is a creative thing. Like um, there's uh, a guy that I um, have just found on YouTube that, that basically just makes the most, weird and random things based on like a few comments on his um youtube feed and and he'll make something electronic out of that like he might not be able to to draw a picture or to do whatever but he's creative like i mean interior design for example there's no fucking way that i could walk into house and go oh you want to paint that wall that color that wall that color and that wall that color but jazz's mum Can do that straight away she can walk into a house and go you should do this and you should do that and and is that not a bit like astrology though (laughs) no (laughs) but but you know that that, that's her level or her type of creativity is that's how she expresses herself And, and i think that's that's one of the key things is like you said earlier on is empowering um not just kids but everyone to to go out and and to be creative and to take things apart and experiment and play and realizing that creativity isn't just making a pretty thing it it can be making something that's functional making something that's useful making yeah. whatever um like i i often don't distinguish
0: like sport with the arts yeah because i, th- I think it's it's Oh, this ball happens to be, you know. It's just physics, yeah. but it's really fun, yeah. <laughs> and I'm making it fun. And I, you know, I'm, I'm creating different ways to curve a ball and things yeah. like that. It's 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 all it's all creative, and I think it's just human nature. Yeah,
2: Brett,
1: what, <laughs> what's that?
2: What's that? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think we have just kind of giving
1: you a, a chance to talk because we've just both been ranting at each other. <laughs> no, I mean, I was ranting before that, wasn't I? Yeah, oh, yeah, fair point. It's a rant off. It's a three-way. <laughs> it's a rant off
2: every episode. <laughs> but uh, uh...
1: I, look, I was uh, I was trying to think of a very specific quote from uh, I, Dead I Poet it. Society. So <laughs> while Al was talking, I had to look it up. But <laughs> um, this this goes along with the idea that you know I, I i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of of the participation trophy generation or the the idea that like everybody can do everything and you can be you can just be a unicorn if you want to you know i'm <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of that because i think you should you should be a little bit more realistic without you know drawing outlines on everything so you don't have to tell somebody that they have to adhere to these rules. But I also don't like the idea that, like, you know, Steve, you could be the next Picasso and just go, you can, you can, if you really want to, well, you know what? You could put a lot of work into it, but your brain just might not be wired that way. And that's totally fine. Yeah. That's like, that's okay. So in, in dead Poet society, there was this beautiful uh, monologue quote and I'll just, I'll read it because I think it means It it wraps up a lot of of how my brain works when it comes to creativity. But uh, when he's talking about writing and poetry, he says, We don't write or we don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. And medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But Poetry, beauty, romance, love. These are what we stay alive for. So in my mind, what that quote meant when I was watching that movie is it's like, yeah, there will be people that, that their lives are very invigorated by say a desk job, which is constantly looked at as, you know, we look at in a condescending manner we are like, Oh, you sit in front of a desk all day and sit in front of a computer. You know what? There are plenty of people that's that, that is the way they get to do whatever they want at home or buy the clothes they want or buy the yeah. products they want or have a family, whatever the hell they want to do. Um, so I'll never look down on people like my dad's a lawyer. My mom was a teacher. They had very regimented jobs, um, creative in their own rights, if you want to put that label on it. But my dad specifically is just one of the most like, cut and dry he goes into work, he wears a suit every day and then he comes home and he deals with horrible people, but he's insanely creative. He's, he's an insanely talented musician. He doesn't do it anymore, but I learned that later in life that my dad was an amazing musician
0: and he likes and he's pink really and blue creative.
1: And ice cream. Say what?
0: He likes pink and blue ice cream.
1: He likes yes. pink and blue ice cream <laughs> that is inside joke. Um, <laughs> But he's a big kid. I mean, the pink and blue ice cream, that's actually a good way of, of saying he's he's, an, hes very open to things. And when it comes to my niece and nephew, his grandkids, he definitely goes outside of the box on plenty of things. And they don't look at him as this like, grumpy old lawyer guy. He's like fun grandpa dude, yeah. which most it. people would look at and go, there's no way that guy is smiles ever. Like, <laughs> he does it a lot. You just have to catch him in in his zone. So, yeah, I, I bring up the quote really just to say, you know, I hope I hope the idea of of what they refer to in terms of the writing and the poetry creativity, at least for the fools and and a lot of our little community and the maker community at large, we're all invigorated by this passion. You know, it's it's like yeah. what we kind of live for is this like I want to make things. I want to give things to people. I want to create stuff for to to have more quality in the world or whatever comes out of my hands needs to be something better than Ikea, whatever the hell their statement is. But there are the people that create necessary parts of us existing, right? I'm glad there are people that want to be doctors, because... But but you know, the, the medicine wouldn't be where it is if without creativity. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You no, know, absolutely. The, 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 even the examples in the film, you know, I again call bullshit on it. They they were they are all super creative things. They're just not deemed to be creative. Exactly. Because exactly. They're, they're a necessity. Whereas yeah. actually, you know, an architect is crazy uh, creative. And, yeah. and so is medicine, and the way that people think differently in order to advance the world, advance society, find things that. You know,
1: what if we extract things from this jellyfish? Right. (laughs) Holy shit, we're immortal. (laughs) (laughs) And I regrew ten arms. But that's where I think there's a weird separation, like societal separation, right? Where we can look at things like poetry, writing, art, uh, in terms of like painting and and music and things like that, and go, those are creative, those are creative. And then anything on the other side of that fence, like architecture, doesn't get deemed creative it is deemed a necessity and then you're like wait a minute i'm pretty sure the guy that built the parthenon was a pretty creative chap
2: i I think i think that that's the thing is it like like i was saying earlier on you just find your own brand of creativity just because you're you're in a you're in an office job where you know you work nine to five doesn't necessarily mean that you you're not creative in that job like you you know even if you do accounting there's ways you can be creative with it and and I think it's it's kind of that um, realising that that creativity is there, accepting that that's there and kind of em- embracing it. Um, I think, like, to kind of, to go back to um, what we talked about earlier on with the, the younger generation, like, I think it's, it, you have to, as well as allowing yourself to be a bit more childlike and a bit, uh, have a bit more of a, a, a child's mind, you you kind of need to to let those kids give them the the respect and and the um and empower them like you would an adult like yeah let let the kid use the tools obviously do it safely but you know (laughs) trust the kid to to pick up a tool and to use it and to and to make something and create something and don't just say oh no you can't do that because you you're not old enough or you're not this or not that or whatever
0: i think i think trust is a really really powerful tool and and giving giving someone the benefit of the doubt yeah like, oh, no, you won't be able to do this, or you won't understand this, you know, it's constantly kind of what we've been told by everyone at all times, yeah. you know, these are the rules, you stick to them, and you can't do this, you can't do that, it's like, fuck it, anyone can do anything, like, yeah. you know, yes, they might not be, you might not become Picasso, but but you can give it a fucking try, yeah. you know, yeah. you might hate it, yeah. um, but like, but, you know, even like talking to child's minds, my brother's 40, um <laughs> and he is the least creative person I know, like, he can't hold a tune, he can't, you know make a drawing of anything and yeah. um, he's getting better at cooking but like he'd never up until the age of like 30 odd he would never cook he'd, he'd always just yeah. kind of leave it to me um but he is like one of the best critics of creativity that i know yeah. he's an amazing sort of um musical mind he loves you know he, he 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 basically fed me all like you know you need to listen to this you need to, listen to the album yeah he can you know critique a film and and understand poetry like brett says and and he he might not be able to create it, but he completely understands it, and he understands yeah. the value and the importance of it. Yeah, you know, every night he will be at a gig. Yeah, literally, um, because he just he's, he's fueling this creativity, and he, yeah. and he he understands the arts, and he understands what's it's important for society. The fact that he can't do it is not really a problem. Yeah, um, but he champions it and, yeah. and encourages it.
2: I know it, it goes back to like what you were saying just then about you know ev- everyone can can have a go at everything. Everyone can try everything. Yeah, just because you're not good at it just because you're not the next Picasso doesn't fucking matter if you enjoy it. I hope there isn't it.
0: another Picasso don't try and be the next Picasso yeah. just be
1: the next Steve
2: yeah exactly we're all Steve <laughs> but
1: yeah <laughs> bad <God example>. <laughs> you know, I, lo- I love the idea that you know at least what we can do from from our little trio and and the people that get hang out with us and are so awesome in our little community it's it's nice to keep that attitude of of just like do whatever the hell you want, you know we're here for a pretty short period of time, so try to make the best of it and if you think that uh you know turning a bit of wood on a lathe is is what gets you up in the morning that you drink coffee to go and turn wood that's awesome <laughs> and do that to the fullest and then if you really like going into work and doing uh I don't know, numbers and statistics and everything like that. Fantastic. Have yeah. at it. I'm never going to be pushy on somebody and be like, oh, well, they don't know how to uh, swing a hammer so they're obviously worthless as a human. <laughs> like, you know, well, if you don't know unless, how to change unless
0: it. Unless the apocalypse comes around, then we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll start getting fucking judgy.
1: Hey, hey, it'll be easy to choose teams on that point. <laughs> I need to have Al because he can make a chainsaw and... You know. but But... It's nice knowing that uh, at least within this small crew that we've got in the community at large, if we can continue to to push this forward or, or be a little bit of a force on our own right, that we're never going to live inside that box, right? I brought that up before, but like, don't put me in a box and don't put any of us in a box because I'm going to end up finding a way. I'll build a way to get out of it.
0: Jazz. Yeah, when Josh was in the box, I was really jealous. yeah. Watts <laughs> is um, a badass. <laughs> uh,
2: that's, that's a joke that nobody's going to get. They're just square boats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's get to spiffing. People, people that we think that are all spiffing. People. Cool. So we five are second go abs. With, oh, for fuck's sake. Six minute abs. Apparently, we're going with abs. So, Al, you're first.
0: Uh, I would like to spiff in the spirit of keeping things imaginative and inspiring. Um, Scott Grove. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him at uh, Maker Central, and he was crazy, up in your face, kind of mad scientist, the kind of guy you wanted as a teacher. Uh, super passionate does handstands everywhere like a big kid <laughs> um built a bowl out of fucking thumbs for Jimmy <laughs> uh, which was just nuts. Oh, yeah. and just you know it's the, the 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 childlike mind of this man but he's also super creative and a real artist Um he's kind of in the in the the, the kind of ilk of, of Andy Berkey in terms of his restoration and his yeah uh, the the kind of beautiful artistic work that he does Uh, But Scott Grove uh, from the channel Imagine Grove and everything that he does to help keep people inspired.
2: Good shout. Brett, you're next.
1: I'm going with uh, somebody that's not necessarily in our maker community, which is so typical. Um, (laughs) Classic, Brett. Yeah, classic. It's almost like I couldn't find anybody. Um, (laughs) Yeah. bad at things but i my brain's been stuck on i i recently watched the final episode of adventure time and i've talked about it on the show before it's a fantastic show that is a cartoon and it was you know everybody thinks it was made for kitties but after eight years or nine years i don't know it's been on forever i feel like they're on season 10 this was season 10 so whatever um There's a lot of creativity in the show, everything from music to cooking, thinking and adventures and making bacon pancakes. And there's, there's a lot of wonderful things that came out of that show. And I had such an enjoyable time watching it and following the little adventure that it was. And I've been inspired. I have a couple of ideas for builds inspired by that show. So I'm spiffing Pendleton Ward, the creator of that show. Give adventure time a chance. It's really fun. Yes.
2: Yes. Do it, cool. Uh, I was originally gonna spiff um someone I spoke about earlier on, the guy with the mental keyboards and stuff. I'm gonna chuck a link to him in the shouts. His name's Evan Kale. He's got a fuck ton of subscribers already. But Al, when you spiffed Scott, you made me think of uh Rob Thomas, I think his name is from Prickly Sauce. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, he hasn't from uploaded
1: Matchbox Twenty. um is that too much of a too much of an american (laughs) reference yeah (laughs) matchbox (laughs) 20 was a really popular band in the 90s what do you want from me
0: okay you're thinking of
1: i don't know i don't
2: fucking
0: americans marky mark and the funky bunch
2: (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh rob from uh prickly sauce um another guy that uh we met at maker central He's actually only just down the road uh, from here, um, but yeah, really, really cool, interesting guy. Um, likes to um, do some interesting things. Like uh, one of the builds he did was making your own uh, making your own bolt latch. So rather than just buying a dead bolt from the store, making it yourself. Um, and yeah, it's it's a two pound bit of kit, but if you can make it yourself, why not? Um, yeah, and he just does lots of, of fun, interesting stuff uh so go check them out on instagram and youtube i will put links in the shows any other business nope nope al's holding his breath uh cool in which case you can find us in all of the usual places on the internet you can find me at At matterworks you can find brett at skull and spade 13 and you can find al at al's hack shack <laughs> uh if you want to get hold of us as a group you can get hold of us at fwt podcast on instagram or fwtpodcast.com is the website uh there's a facebook group join it there's lots of really really cool people in there uh doing lots of different things including ben and heidi uh who are at a blacksmithing class right this second ben and heidi hi we all love you uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that's just like I de- that's okay. Myself that's out. what any any other business is for. Yeah, uh, any other
0: Benzness.
2: Oh,
1: uh,
2: <clears throat> um, <throat> <laughs> uh, yeah. So go check us out. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? But yeah, have anything. That's
0: um, uh, yeah. Cool. Go for it. Right. Bye. Bye, Bye.
2: Bye. I like to just not
0: breathe sometimes. Like when you go through tunnels. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Yep. Swimming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what? Like When you swim underwater and you go you, all
0: the way and all the way and all the way and don't breathe.
2: Do you Dude, I breath swear. People swim in films. Probably. Like if someone dives underwater, do you? Oh, yeah, like go, in <sighs>
1: Alien Resurrection. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, where you try and hold like, your breath for they, four and a half minutes.
2: Yeah, and they go, there's no way
1: they could breathe for that long.
2: <laughs> there's no way they're real puppets. <laughs> right. Uh, ready?
1: Everybody, let's practice not breathing.